Hello, this is Isaac Petrie, and you are watching The Mondo Show. Join us as we talk about my new book, Take Back Your Authority, Kingdom Keys of Overthrowing the Powers of Darkness. You are about to be transformed into a weapon of mass destruction against the enemy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another inspiring episode of the Mondo Show. This is the day that the Lord has made, so don't mess it up. <laughs> I am your host, Mondo, and today I have a very special guest joining me via Skype. I got the opportunity to meet this man at a conference with Chuck Pierce, and I was, I'm going to tell you the truth, I was a bit intimidated to see him because he had preached one of the greatest messages I've heard. He delivers the word of God. This man is so anointed. He don't even need the Bible to preach. He got the Bible inside of him. But he is the president of Isaac Petrie Ministries. He's the founder and the apostolic overseer of Christ Nation's church. He's also the leader of Second Kings Global Network. I love this part right here. With over 30 years in full-time ministry, I listen to people that have been around the block a few times, and this man has spent 30 years of his life ministering. He has traveled throughout the nations around the world. And I want to tell you something. He has ministered at conferences and churches and Christian television networks. In addition to that, Isaac has also produced five musical projects and authored two books, one of them being The Divine DNA and his latest book, Take Back Your Authority, Kingdom Keys to Overthrowing the Power of Darkness. I want you to help me welcome the incredible, the prophetic voice for this moment, Isaac Petrie, my friend. Welcome to the program. Wow, man, what an introduction. <laughs> I don't know who you were talking about. <laughs> but listen, I am so honored to be on the show with you. You are indeed a world changer. And it's oh. a humbling experience to join you today. Listen, you ministered to me during that conference. I, By the way, I follow you on social media, and I love the words that you're speaking to all of us. And I want to thank you for being obedient, for serving for 30 years. If people only knew how many times you wanted to quit, if people only knew all the craziness that comes with the call of God, I want to tell you, pastor, minister, reverend, because you deserve all those titles. But most importantly, you are a man that follows God's anointing. And I want to thank you for that because you have impacted the whole world with your spiritual empowerment of teaching and prophetic teachings, which is nothing short of remarkable, Pastor. And Thank you. which, by the way, I want to congratulate you on your latest book, Take yeah. Back Your Authority. It's making waves everywhere I talk to and people that I talk to everywhere I go. People are talking about your book. I want to know, how did you come to discover the importance of embracing one's authority 
And what inspired you to write a book to take back your authority? Matthew 12. Uh, we are, we're under assault by the enemy. The nation that I once grew up in, the church that I once grew up in, the culture that I once grew up in, starting at the turn of 2020, something shifted. And the prophets were all talking about this would be not just a new decade, but a new era. And when I saw what ushered in and how the kingdom of darkness began to seize upon this generation, this book was birthed out of my spirit to be the pushback, to be the take back for what the enemy was doing in the earth realm. And so the basis of this book is to get the believer to understand that salvation not only changed your spiritual condition, it changed your spiritual position and gave you authority over the enemy. And the kingdom of heaven is supposed to be manifesting on earth as it is in heaven, but it has to come through the church. So this book was birthed to awaken the church to become a generation of warfare in the heavens and against the works of the devil. And this is the verse he gave to me, Mundo. He said to me, Isaac, I did not come to earth just to save you all from your sins. Now, it's clear that he did, absolutely. But he said, I didn't just come to earth, which means that's not the only reason he came. He also declared in 1 John 3 and 8 that for this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And so the dual calling of Christ was to bring us salvation and bring a destruction to the kingdom of darkness. Therefore, those of us who are born again have to pick up that mission. We are not just on our way to heaven, but we're going to route the kingdom of hell on the way. Come on, baby. <laughs> oh, my. Listen, I got so many questions I want to ask you. You're, you're, you're just flipping my mind upside down because you got so much word. You got so much truth inside of you. And let, let me begin with this before we get into the book. Where did you find the calling of God? Where did you find the birth to wanting to preach the gospel to every soul, to every man, to every woman, to, to this generation, Isaac? Because when I said they don't make them like you anymore, I'm talking mm -hmm. about you don't bow to the woke movement that yeah. is taking place inside of the church. You don't compromise. You speak with authority. You pray with authority. But let, take me back. Where did the call of God start in your life? I was actually a little boy. I was actually, um, I want to say 12 years old when I first received the call. And then around 13 or 14, because I was in athletics, I was like, oh, I can't preach. <laughs> you know. So I, I went after sports. And then at 18, the Spirit of God really began dealing with me. And at 21, is when I accepted the call. So it started at about 13. I accepted it at 21. I've always known 
that I was called to the ministry. And the way he birthed the ministry in me is one night I was praying late at night. And you know, we used to have those big old coffee table white Bibles. I mean, they were huge, you know, that you just sit on the table. And we had had ours for so long. The cover was off of it. Pages were missing, you know, because we had just been playing and over the years of just wear and tear. And the Spirit of the Lord, one night when I was praying, showed me that Bible. And he says, Isaac, this is what I've called you to do. There are things that have been taken out of my word. There are things that have been missing from my word. There are pages that are no longer being ministered in my word. And I'm going to call you to put back into my word things that the enemy tried to take out. And I'm going to give you an anointing to bring clarity and revelation to your generation concerning the pages of my book. And so that's how the call was birthed at 21, and I'm 54 now, so been out here, and I'm just getting started. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad you gave me the foundation because of where you come from, where the birth to preach the gospel, the birth to surrendering, the birth of understanding the call of God in your life, because now it makes sense of why God is giving you the ability to preach on authority, to teach on authority. And oh, I, I want to ask you the second question, but I want to ask you this because I believe in the church. I believe that the Bible still says that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. Yes. But I also worry, Isaac, because from your standpoint, from your view, What is God speaking to you about the state of the church, the state of the body of Christ right now? I love how you started it. You started, we are at war. We are in a dilemma. We are in a situation that is serious, yet for some reason, God is asking the church to wake up. And I want your advice. I want you to give me an insight. What is the state of the church right now? You know, if we were to really be honest, Mundo, it's not in good shape. And what I mean by that is there's always a remnant. But we've been functioning as a remnant, but not as a majority. And one of the issues with the church is that Jesus said in Matthew 12 that the strength of Satan's kingdom is that it's not divided against itself. And the weakness of the church is we are so divided. We are divided race, gender. We're divided ideology. We're divided with these different types of systems and denominations. And the enemy has been able to splinter us and weaken us to the point that now we have a generation that doesn't know what to believe. It's like our voices have been so scrambled. And so we're seeing where Satan has systematically came in while this was all happening and planted tares among the wheat. And so we're in this time, this strategic prophetic moment where God is about not to just bring division, but separation. So that those who are in the kingdom are going to be separated from those which are just in religion 
We are kingdom first and we are kingdom only. And our only assignment and agenda is to bring the rule of God on earth as it is in heaven. And we don't care who it offends, who it upsets. We're not here to take sides. We're here to take over. And that's what the church has to get back to, is pushing back the darkness. Because we have began, began to be inundated by demonic activity that's bringing so much deception and confusion, and our voices are not clear. Listen, you, you are speaking a word right now. I wish I had a whole hour with you because there's so much to share, and we are at war. We are at yes. war in every front. Economically, we're at war. Nations are at war. Culturally, we're at war. There's yes. warfare everywhere, and this warfare is real, Isaac. I want yes. you to give me practical strategies that you talk about in your book, which the book you can order right now. I'm going to put a link on the screen where you can go and get the book because it's time for you to take back authority over your family, over your nation, over your community, over your church. It's time for us to understand that God has given strategies to be able to take step one, step two, and understand that it's time to shift from being defensive to an offensive warfare. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. You mentioned it when you said that Jesus said to the church that when I give you the keys of the kingdom, which he's talking about authority right there, he says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And then he says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. This is not hell advancing against us and we're holding it back. No, he said the gates of hell shall not be able to keep you from kicking those gates down and advancing the kingdom. This is why we've got to get on an offensive mentality. Jesus said when a strong man enters the house, he can't spoil the goods until he first bind the strong man, which means we are here not to just hide out and stop the enemy from coming against us. No, we are here to make the enemy worried about us coming against him. And our mentality has to change. That means we are coming into the educational system, whether the enemy wants us or not. We are coming into the political system. We are coming into the social system. We are coming into the financial system because that's our assignment. Kick the gates down and advance the kingdom. And the enemy has never had a generation to target him. We've always talked about how the enemy targets us. But when has hell had to worry about a generation that targets them? Which means we realize we have the authority to spoil principalities and powers. That's what Jesus did. He conquered the enemy. So we have to then understand that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. 
all of the low-level stuff down in the earth realm that, that we're contending for will never be changed until we take authority in the heavens. And that's where prayer, prayer, prayer. That's why Jesus said the ultimate goal of prayer is thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Every time you see that word kingdom, you can just put in parentheses outside of it, dominion. Thy dominion come. We've got to get back to the original mandate. Man in God's image, likeness, and dominion. And once the church gets that back as an assignment, that our assignment is to take dominion, we will begin to see a pushing of the church into the earth realm and a pulling down of strongholds during prayer, during decrees, during confession and preaching the gospel with power and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us if we'll do it. Listen, if you're watching right now, this is for you. This is for your family. This is for the call of God in your life. I want you to pay attention to what Brother Isaac Petra is telling you right now, what he's telling me. I want you to understand something, that we are in what I believe one of the most important hours of our lifetime. Sir. And I believe that if you don't start walking in the authority that God has for you, you're playing church, you're playing the politics, you're playing so many things, yet God has important kingdom keys that he wants you to have. In this book, Brother Isaac, I want you to talk about what are the important keys that you're discussing in this book that can lead us into a spiritual breakthrough in our daily lives. How do we experience what I yeah. believe and that many people are missing is the miracles of God for us in this hour? This, this authority piece is where it is, I believe, Mondo that many Christians, they love God, they serve God, and they've got the morality down, but not the authority down. That every day in your life, Satan, according to Ephesians 6, is strategizing ways to kill, steal, destroy, to hinder, to stop. But here's the issue. It is spiritual which means there is spiritual activity that is causing things and causing men and causing effects on your emotions and causing you to, to, uh, um, to fail. And there are certain structures set up that every day Satan is contending to trip you and trap you. So you have got to go into spiritual warfare, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. This is why authority is so important, Mondo, because physical warfare is won by combat. You know, I've got to shoot you, I've got to, you know, cut you, hit you, you know, or drop a bomb. I've got to physically engage in it. But spiritual warfare is not won by combat. You can't hit the enemy. It is won by authority. Your words 
are what register in the realm of the spirit. And you have authority. This is what the centurion understood that nobody else had caught when he said, Jesus, you don't even have to come to my house. Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Why? Because I'm a man under authority. Jesus said, oh my God, did you hear that? He understood that Jesus did what he did because of his authority. And I'm telling you, the way you deal with spirits is through your words. Your words are not just for conversation. They are for legislation. They are weaponized to seize and halt demonic activity. So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to establish a prayer covering over your life. You've got to get up every day and you have got to decree the word of the Lord, take authority over every evil spirit, person, or thing that would try to come against you. And the Bible declares if you will do that and resist the enemy, he will flee from you. So no more crying, no more complaining. Get to work in exercising your authority and the enemy will flee from you. So prayer, prayer, prayer is the primary way we exercise that authority. You know, Brother Isaac, I, I, man, again, I got a few moments left but I cannot leave the air without talking about one of the greatest subjects. And I'm glad it was chapter two, the mystery of Jesus. Oh. I think this is one of the most important chapters to begin with, because we have to understand that many people still do not truly understand who Jesus is. We know right. what he did, but yet right. we have not recognized who he is real quick, because I believe this is, if you're going to have authority in your life, you have to know who Jesus is. If you're going to walk in the calling of God and understand what the will of God is for your life, you have to understand who are you following? Who is this Jesus? You've heard the miracles. You, are you, can you just tell me who yeah. is Jesus? He is the son of the living God wrapped in flesh, and that's what they didn't know. They saw the miracles that he did, but they didn't realize what they were looking at was a child of God wrapped in human flesh. Nobody had ever seen God have a child. Nobody had ever seen a man that was actually a son of God. They had only seen men who were sons of men. But Jesus was a son of God as a man in the earth realm, functioning with authority. And the reason you have to know that is because that is who we are. <laughs> when you got born again, you cease becoming just a son of your father, your mother. You are a son of God in the earth, wrapped in flesh. You are a new creation. And if you ever walk in your identity and release your authority, the gates of hell can never prevail against you. Ooh, my God, Ooh. I'm starting to get excited, Mundo. <laughs> wow. Listen, yeah, uh, yeah. You're, 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 you're really you're mesmerizing me because we have to go back to understanding that if we're going to take back our authority, it has to start with knowing Jesus. It has yeah. to start by having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. 
I want you to know one thing, that God speaks through his word. I know people can give you opinions about who he is, and, and you can have experiences that way. But I also do believe that God sent his word. Someone said it the other day, basic instructions before living earth is what Bible means. I don't know if that's the truth, but I can tell you what, there's some great instructions to understanding that if you declare, that means made widely known to announce we have to understand that if we don't proclaim the gospel, we're going to be missing out. And this is what the Bible says. I love this. The book of Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 yes. it says this. This is the word of faith that we preach, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved for we or for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, not someone's opinion, not someone's post, for the scripture says, whoever, that's you and me, believes in him will not be ashamed. For yes. there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is generous towards all who call upon him. For everyone, that's you and me, <laughs> who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Save. Brother, can you pray for us? Can you pray the salvation yeah. message? Can you lead us? Can you lead that one person that is on the fence trying to decide if they're going to believe on God or not, if they're going to accept Christ or not? Can you lead us into that moment? Those of you that are watching me, this is not about a religion. This is about you reconnecting with your father. And right now, if you would just receive him into your heart because he knows you, he knows why he created you. He knew what you were born to do. And if you receive him right now, no matter what you've done, he will forgive you of your sins. He will put you on a path of righteousness so that now you can follow him like a son follows a father into your destiny and purpose for your life. And that's all it takes. Just receiving right now into your heart and he'll change you in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. The second thing you got to do is you got to equip yourself. Get into Bible studies. Get this book to learn how to take back your authority over your life, over your addictions, over your marriage, over your children, over everything that God has given you and blessed you with. We can't do it alone. We need mentorships. And listen, this is one of the ways that we can do the mentorships and have Bible studies and let God speak to us is ordering books like this, equipping your spiritual life, begin to get influence not just by social media and the great videos that people put out, but that the writings and the visions and, and the things that God has prepared for you, the miracles that he will unlock. You have to tap in. The book is titled, Take Back Your Authority, Kingdom Keys to Overthrowing the Powers of Darkness. Brother Isaac, I can talk to you for hours. You have blessed my life. Thank you for making time to being on the program. I love you. Please come back anytime and just know that you have touched my life in a very special way. 
Same here, Mundo. My wife and I shook after we experienced your ministry. So thank you for all you're doing to change the world, man. Thank you, sir. And you watching, keep the faith. No matter what's happening around you, no matter what the world's saying, everything's going to be all right because God is in control of every situation. Keep the faith. It's going to be all right. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.